0: Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our experiences of language learning with you, as well as the stories of other Australians and a few international guests who love learning, working with and communicating using other
1: languages. I'm Bec. And I'm Penny. And we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we're recording today, the Wurundjeri people and the Wurundjeri people. And we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Hi Beck,
0: how are you? Hello. I am good. I am good. Getting
1: used to this new year. I know we're well and truly into it now, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um and episode 82, which is very exciting. I hope you've got a chance all of you out there, wonderful language chats listeners, who I hope you've had a chance to listen to our previous episode, which was a, a ripper, wasn't it, Beck?
0: I know such a good chat. We were delighted to have Benny Lewis with us, um, and really, a really different and kind of and really interesting,
1: I think, perspective on on language learning too. Penny, don't you think? Totally, I love that. Well, lots of things you talked about, but how you know. The idiot that the polyglot world needs in a language <laughs> learning environment, and you know, putting yourself out there and, and you know, being willing to make yourself look silly. I really thought all that stuff was so important and stuff we don't always talk about enough, potentially.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it definitely is stuff we don't talk about enough. And I think we don't talk about it enough in how much you can enjoy that. Actually, mm. like it kind of, it always feels like a bit of a negative thing um, that, you know, you're getting things wrong and making mistakes. And of course, when a teacher says to you, it's fine to make mistakes, of course, you're going to make mistakes because they all do. And and everyone around you will tell you that as well. For some reason, it still feels like something bad, Whereas you kind of have to flip it all on its head and go, actually, no, it's something that's really good, but it can also be something that's really fun. <laughs> yep. And I think being able to like enjoy that process of getting things wrong and having a laugh and, and you know, feeling like a little bit of an idiot, but actually not in a really bad way is okay. And that's all p- like part of learning and part of growing as you learn too.
1: Totally. If you haven't had a chance to listen, hop onto it. After this episode, of course.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Please do. (laughs)
1: Um, Talking about feeling like an idiot, Beck. I'm (laughs) dying to know (laughs) – great segue, hey. I'm dying to know how your trip went over summer, especially because I know that you went to Denmark and I know that you have been doing so amazingly with your Danish and I would love to hear – it all went.
0: I was very lucky over the uh, sort of end of year period um, we went on a holiday um, and during that holiday we did get to go to Denmark. We went to a few other places too um, but I was very excited to go to Denmark for the first time in Ooh, when was the last time I was in Denmark? And It was only for a weekend it was many years ago, so <laughs> um, it was the first time I spent more than I think two days in Denmark, and we were there really just briefly too, so only for only for four days in Copenhagen. Um, but four days is enough. Um, I planned to to practice my Danish while I was there, and um, I definitely. Had to make an effort, I would say, mm. to try and get some people to speak Danish with me, but um, I think I succeeded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done. So can you give us a scenario or kind of like uh, an example of where you got to try to use Danish and how you encouraged the person to speak or to yep. listen? <laughs> so I
0: can, I can give you one really specific example because I – kind of went out of I went out of my way a few times actually to say to people and I prepared myself with this phrase so that I would be ready to use it when I needed it which was I'm learning Danish so if you don't mind could you please speak Danish with me (laughs) Um, and I was glad I had done that because uh, as in I guess many Scandinavian countries um people do speak um in, a lot of people speak English um, and they speak English very well. Um, and that means that if it is clear that you don't speak uh, book Danish in this case, then I mean, it makes sense, I suppose, to speak in English because they can speak English, you can speak English, why wouldn't you speak in English? Um, but of course, being the uh, language learner that I am, um, I was happy to kind of go, no, 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 actually, (laughs) I know I don't sound like I'm "I'm still learning. Um, (laughs) So if you don't mind just um, indulging me for a little bit longer and um, just trying to help me out here. Um, And they did. And we had, sorry, sorry, my example was that we, we booked a lunch um, at a, Quite a traditional place. Um, for anybody who has been to um, Copenhagen before, um, there is a kind of a, a, I guess, an amusement park in the middle of the city um, called the Tivoli Gardens. Oh, yep. They're quite well known. And anyway, there's a bunch of restaurants and stuff in there as well. And we booked um, a, a table at a restaurant that seemed to have very... Um, traditional kind of Danish foods like open sandwiches and and things like that Um, and when we got into the restaurant pretty much the first thing that I said I I, well I I prepared myself to be like hello we have a reservation Um, and I was ready with that and then they were like about to switch into English and I was like nope (laughs) so good i love it um, and so they were very nice to me about it and tried to yes they made a real effort at like helping me to try and speak to them um in danish and so we ordered in danish and we asked some questions in danish about the food and then we asked for the bill in danish well so <laughs> did, did did simple find but it, we got
1: there you were from australia as well um I can't remember if we explained that we were from if, Australia. Like, the the geographical kind of distance would be yeah. even more amazing as well. Like yeah. just Are you not from Australia? <laughs> oh wow. Like you're a long way from home.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I think sometimes people are just surprised that you would be learning Danish. Like True. I mean, like so many other places in the world, obviously this is not exclusive to, to me learning Danish. But like I think sometimes people just are intrigued by why you might choose to learn their language. Yeah. Maybe out of all of the ones in the world, or maybe they don't think it's useful. Um, I think that's a, a, a sort but of a view that's heaps.
1: held. There must be heaps of migrants or expats. Of course. Who, or partners who go to Denmark who need, by necessity, to learn Danish as well. Of course. So that must be a huge chunk of their, I guess, Danish learning
0: community. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. And like, yeah, again, like we were tourists, we were coming in just for a few days. So we were using, I, I was using the language in a a limited way, which is that of a visitor, you know, it's a lot of ordering at restaurants and cafes and, you know, maybe asking for directions or, um, I don't know. Trying Greetings, to, niceties, yes, all these. Exactly. Yeah. Mostly niceties, you know, checking into your hotel, that kind of thing. Um, and so that that in itself, yes, it is it is limited. I think it would be so so different, of course, if you're learning it because you're living there, and then you have to insert yourself into the world of work and social life and and friends and all that kind of stuff too. Um, but yes, in the very in the small way that I could in the in the few days that we were there (laughs) I tried to make the most of it um to speak Danish with some Danish people and yeah I feel like we got there I was definitely understood I'm sure I said lots of things wrong and I uh, you know we we did try to have a conversation with somebody in a bar actually which I think was a little bit like the you're feeling like an idiot in front of somebody who you know might think that you're a bit of an idiot but actually they don't of course they just laugh with you yep. and like you have a good time and yep. and you got to roll fine with it. yeah yeah <laughs> and you just roll, you just roll with it um but we had a, a very good time and I had a lot of fun and I felt afterwards I was like yeah I just did that like yeah, it would have been easy um it would have been so easy to just like try to say things and then kind of back out um and just be like oh no everybody speaks english like it, it's fine I'm yep. an English speaker it'll all be okay. um. But yeah, just like
1: putting in a little bit of effort to be like, no, no, please practice with me. Like, That's thank you. <laughs> so has that, you know, feeling and motivation and high, has that lasted into the second month of the year and you as Danish, I guess, a focus for you in 2023?
0: Yeah. So I am going to keep going with it. Um. So it's been about, uh, it's been just over well, just a bit, just about two years since I started learning Danish. Um, and yes, I think I will continue with it. I, I enjoyed it. I was quite proud of myself. And you're right, like that sort of carried through because I was like, yeah, I, I did that. Um, and I felt, you know, like I could be understood and all of my lessons that I've had over the last couple of years and the practice that I had done actually did amount to something. It wasn't, you know, I, I could, talk if I needed to I could kind of make up things on on the fly a little bit like they weren't always right but it didn't matter um you know if I'd had to ask about a mechanical toothbrush like Benny did then i sorry a mechanical toothbrush an electric toothbrush I probably would have done something similar that was like the tooth machine that yep. that that is kind of where yep. my level is at but I would have been able to say something so, yeah, that was – I think that will definitely carry into this year and um, I'm ready to to keep going with it. I'm not going to drop it now Ooh, just because I'm, I'm so so excited. excited to speak with the real people. <laughs> real people. That's not true. My teachers who I have had online were also real people. Yes. <laughs> They, they just happen be to so be on. Page, it, They'll be so proud. I know, I know, but yeah, it was it was super fun. What about you, Penny? What are your what are your plans for for this year? I and know, it's what are you thinking in terms of language this, learning
1: at the start of a year, isn't it? Beck, you're like yeah. oh, fresh kind of you know, twelve months ahead. Um yes. Well, I am excited to say I I restarted French. Um, A fortnight ago so i'm very excited and i'm really loving it and i feel really i guess kind of connected and motivated um to the language in a weird way i don't know why but i kind of do that's great um
0: you just got to go with the flow wherever the motivation lies don't you
1: yeah i think you're right so yeah just doing some weekly online classes just one-on-one um with the amazing French speak with Tavy, based out of Brisbane with one of her teachers which will be Wonderful. great um and yeah I don't know I, I feel like it's great to be able to start speaking and you know my comprehension is obviously like everyone I'm like oh I understand that and I'm like Oh, how do I put a sentence together to reply? <laughs> um, so yeah, my focus will definitely be on all that grammar that I have always pushed aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that if I want to put a sentence together and actually make <laughs> and speak <laughs> and have conversations, I need to make grammar a priority. So um, yeah, that that will definitely be part of my part of my you know things that I will be focusing on in the next Mm -hmm. few months so yeah watch this space
0: when you talk about focusing on grammar um are you planning to do something a bit different this time to help you focus on grammar um in a way that you think will help
1: to make it stick (laughs) that's a really good question and I think the roach you know conjugating and, and doing it you know where you reel it off and you and I think that doesn't help me because you can you can get stuck into a pattern so you can reel it in a pattern but then when you actually need to insert the correct form into a sentence you've got oh I've got to go through the whole pattern before I can get the form and blah blah, blah, blah. so I, I wonder if it might be more handy <laughs> to mm. just use Proper scenarios and sentences and examples in real life, kind of um, sentences, I guess, mm-hmm. and then go, okay, so this is how I can remember this form with this verb because it is jogging my memory about that particular example. Sure.
0: Have you ever um, just a, an idea? Um, and only because I used a book um, last year that used this method, um, which I think is called chunking. Have oh. you ever used? I don't know if you've ever heard of that.
1: <laughs> I've heard of chunking. Chunking? I think well, I like, have. I th- Can you explain it again? In case so if I, if it I'm wrong? remembering the right thing and I did understand <laughs> it correctly. So
0: um, it was basically the method or the sort of strategy, I guess, to help you learn was, yeah, rather than, as you said, kind of wrote learning the different parts of language and then trying to like on the fly piece them all together. Um, it was more about understanding useful structures. Mm. So like um, let's say you have a simple sentence like um, I go to the cinema yep, or something and then you replace the verb and the noun in like you use the same like I, I go to the cinema, yep, I go to the park, yes. I go to school, I go to work and learning all of those, you're actually remaining. The first chunk still stays the same, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're changing the, the noun and maybe the prepositions that you're using after that, but they're all like, Real sentences that you could conceivably say. I feel like that was a really oversimplified version, but no, like, no, I like
1: that. So then, would you would you then go? Okay, now I went to school. I went to the park, and would you kind of then yeah. update it based on the tense that you wanted to um to yeah. practice
0: yeah exactly. Or then you could change change out the verbs for something different, yep. but then comes to a different scenario. So like, I love um, the park. <laughs> I yeah, love my yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I yep, I like my friend, I, you know, I meet this person or I don't know, but, but it's like using much more practical um, sentences to um, help you learn the,
1: um, to help you learn the forms. Yep. I really like that concept, Beck, and I think that will make a lot of difference to me in the way that I learn because I really like pulling on those examples and and the real life things that we have to say anyway, so yeah. why not have them as structures ready to go in the backs of our brains?
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because there are some things that I guess, you know, that doesn't feel like learning something by rote. No but you're still kind of memorizing something. Yes. <laughs> That is true, <laughs> you know, that like, but it doesn't feel like the kind of reeling off conjugations of verbs like you described before. Yeah. Um, it's helping you to yeah learn something that's kind of in context. So I don't know that might maybe that could that could help. Um, but I found that useful before um, with trying to learn, especially like other languages where I was just learning it for a little bit, like yes. just for like just like some travel. Yes. sentences and stuff Perfect. like that where I just yep. needed to know like you know I would like a coffee I would like a croissant um, <laughs> you know, I would I like, would like a train toilet. ticket <laughs> yes I would like the toilet <laughs> um, <laughs> but so yeah you can you know with kind of actually a pretty basic form you can you can potentially get yourself quite a long way yeah
1: okay, great. Oh yeah. I'm excited I'm pumped I know, so I'm
0: excited for you.
1: I was I was tempted to do two languages at once and jump back into Chinese as well. Um, but I decided against it. I decided just to just to keep my focus on French and
0: fair enough
1: Chinese will have its have its turn soon, mm-hmm. I'm sure mm. Very good. Because that was a cool thing I think in the episode that we recorded with Benny was and it made me think about my own languages as well when he was talking about the CEFR levels and in terms of, you know, the elementary and the the intermediate, you know, the basically able to hold your own and have great conversations and the mastery level. I'm just like I really, you know, wouldn't it be great if I could get all four languages that I've studied to that kind of B one, solid B one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: able to hold your own level, and you know that you know they have been. Some of them have been at that stage <laughs> in the past, <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> which is which is okay too, because I suppose just like.
0: Just like anything else, as you go through life and, you know, other things get prioritised
1: and that's fine. Yeah, um, and living, you know, if you're not living in that country, I mean. Of course. You don't need to be able to, you know, get, get through the day as much.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I'm sure that there will be, you know, again, maybe this is just where you've got to kind of let the motivation lead you. If, um, you know, if there's something in your life that makes you go, actually, yep, Mandarin Chinese, bringing it back
1: um maybe maybe a trip I know but I was just gonna say I have you know re-excited finally um after you know borders in some places have reopened so that's always a nice feeling isn't it especially for everyone who's got family and friends it's much more important for them rather than (laughs) me traveling but yes it's um it's a good feeling too
0: Yes, very exciting to be able to, for those of us who do enjoy travel, to be able to plan trips when you can and to be able to look forward to them as well, yes. which is something I had really missed. Yes. <laughs> being oh. able to look forward to it, being able to have that in the back of your mind, go, yes, I've got a trip planned I and I can, I can plan towards it and get excited about it and be yes, in a different the place planning, and all of the fun stuff.
1: The planning and the build-up is, you know, Three quarters of the fun sometimes. Yeah,
0: exactly. I know. And then it's it can be it could be a pretty steep downwards after you after you return and then you're like, Oh no, it's all over now.
1: <laughs> Sad. Beck, do you have any other plans or thoughts or ideas apart from Danish for this year? Well, you know what?
0: This year actually I'm planning to keep it pretty stable. I'm not I'm not thinking at this point of bringing anything new in. Um I quite enjoyed sort of what I was doing last year um which was kind of mainly focusing on Danish and a little bit of German as well um and I guess for this year this is something I've been thinking about doing for a while but I'm actually going to act on it now um (laughs) which is that I have been wanting to get back into Italian again um maybe just in kind of a bit of an ad hoc conversational way just to sort of reignite the reignite the 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 knowledge neurons
1: um, can we say that yeah the is Italian, that what it is the, the neurons Italian fires I don't I know. don't know
0: yeah something like I need to reignite the vocabulary a little bit and um that's that was something I was already thinking about but yeah on this uh, trip that we went on um over Christmas um we did get to spend a couple of days in Venice actually Ooh. just a couple of days there and so I just sort of was like Digging up my the the into the depths of my brain, um, my Italian and some of it, of course, just like comes back. Like when you try, you you go looking for it and you find it. It's like it's like going up into your loft or something and like trying to find those boxes of books that you put away like three years ago. Um, like they're there. Um, and once you found them, you're like, oh, I've got them again. And then of course you leave and go do something else, and then it's it, then it's gone. So I was like, okay, this year, what I would like to do is just. Like, yeah, not really any formal classes or anything. Like, I kind of just want to, like, have some opportunities to have some ad hoc conversation probably online um, where I can just help bring some of that knowledge back again and tell me practice and be like, okay, how much how much can I still, do I still have? Because I'm sure some of it is still there. I'm just a bit out of practice.
1: It'll be amazing and you'll be so you know so chapped oh, with yourself let's when let's you... see
0: I think I again need to be prepared to just like feel like an idiot again for quite some time although really that's most of language learning anyway as Benny has reminded us and he's not wrong so <laughs> I am I am okay with going in in that philosophy and just being like yes I will continue to be um like feel like not an adult um uh, <laughs> Right. And, and like, I can't quite express myself as I'd like to, but that's totally fine.
1: Forevermore, we'll have this feeling, won't we? It just, it'll never go away. <laughs>
0: no, I know. It was, it was, yep, that's right. It just is always like that. And I think it was excellent advice from our last episode. So, again, if you haven't listened into episode 81 yet, um, do go back and listen to it. It was filled with good advice and some really interesting experiences and tips from Benny Lewis.
1: And we would love to hear what you've got planned for 2023 in terms of language learning or, um, you know, getting back into a language you might have learnt in the past or even any cool trips that you're planning. We're always, you know, up for hearing about that too.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Tell us about your holiday plans. I would love that. (laughs) Love hearing about other people's travel plans and then living vicariously through them.
1: (laughs) So don't forget to get in touch and let us know. Thanks for
0: listening to another episode of Language Chats. If you'd like to find out more about us and what we do, then you can f- go to our website at www.languagelovers.com.au. You can also find us in the normal internet places. We're on Facebook, Language Lovers AU, and also on Instagram, languagelovers.au. Um, if you'd also like to get involved in the conversation a little bit more, um, we have a Facebook community um, and you can find our group at Language Lovers AU Community. We would love to see you there.
1: And don't forget you can subscribe to Language Chat so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you have a quick 30 seconds, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and review. We read every comment and we love hearing from you. Please don't forget to share the episode with other language learners that you know who might find some value in our chat today. And we can't wait until the next episode. See you then.
0: See you next time.